Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Shoots and Ladders, our 90s rewatch wrestling podcast. My name is Pat, I'm my lovely co-host Jen. Hello! And we are here, we are on our episode 6, which our word last week was anticipation. We were anticipating a Yokozuna, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Superstars on February 6th. We are here now recording it, but uh, we are recording after some real life stuff happened. Um, in that place called Montreal, the place where Screwjob will happen in 1997. And, you know, maybe some people could feel like a uh, disservice was done now to one Mr. Sami Zayn. So we are going to do something different. We're going to do a little current event corner. We're going to we're going to talk a little bit here about the weekend and then we'll get into our, you know, our kind of wrap up and review of the one Superstars episode. So we're, we're going to do our normal rundown. We're going to have it in the notes when we're going to do it. Right now, we're just going to kind of talk off the top of our head about what happened this weekend. So, Jen, I know you watched the SmackDown, and I was uh, busy playing video games and <laughs> in yeah. the adjacent room, and you were kind of yelling at me and gesturing at me to be like, something was going on. Was what like, was happening in SmackDown? here? Well, you know, they tease, like, the whole show that Sami Zayn is there, and he's going to come out. And the SmackDown was also in Montreal, which... Duh. But, um, yeah, so this was, what, the the February, oh, what was Friday? 18th, uh, <clears throat> 17th? Today's the... Today's the 19th, 17th. Oh, yeah. So this is, we're going February 17th to 2023. Yeah, and then yeah. we're going to go back to 1993. But anyway, yeah. So they're just teasing that he's there the whole time. And there's like 10 minutes left and he finally comes out and his old music pops. Now, you and I weren't really watching this or weren't watching this at all up until recently when we started watching the old stuff we're like let's just see what's going on with the new stuff um we've only been around i would say casually been around like three years and then i would say we've been watching the new stuff for a little longer than yeah I mean, yeah three years about basically since about the pandemic because it was it was one i don't want to argue on this but it hasn't been since the pandemic has yeah it? i've been watching some of the stuff since the pandemic following it on twitter it was one of those things okay that well that's I, true that's true it was one of those things that like <clears throat> it, it was hard to kind of uh find something to latch on to but this bloodline story was really something to kind of latch on to even for a casual like we even had like my sister watching it like when yeah, she we would just be over because <laughs> she's like this this one part is just really good because it really has been this one part's been really good like it just there's been a couple other things I think have been cool too but yeah so at the Smackdown 10 minutes left in the show and Sami Zayn comes out his old music comes on and the like crowd just pops everyone's freaking out they're chanting Ole they're chanting Sammy they're chanting you deserve this and he's just in the middle of the ring like he can't talk because they just continue to yell at him like chant for him um so then yeah his eyes get all teary and he wells up and i'm like pat like why aren't you watching this with me why are you killing people in virtual reality land and not hanging out watching sammy Zayn cry in the middle of the ring meanwhile i'm like you know so we we've been watching you know just having stuff on the background especially this time of year where it's really new stuff's a little sparse so it's kind of like you know you can get into someone's streaming stuff you're waiting for some different movies or things to come out so we've just been ha we've just had this on in the background right instead of just watching another bunch of older wrestling which we've i think we've made it all the way up to like 
2001. It's kind of losing a little steam before maybe it's up to, to the invasion. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't want to talk about that because then it's confusing because then no, we're in three yeah. different yeah. decades and eras you know, and it's too much. And for us, when we wanted to start this whole thing was really about just the nostalgia. So at this point, yeah. like I wasn't really watching it in a one. So that's not nostalgia for me. So kind of watching some of this newer stuff and watching it together, experiencing it together, talking about it together. I think that's really the amazing part because you're yelling to me and I'm like, man, because, you know, we, we've been got we've gotten bamboozled the past couple weeks since the Royal Rumble where you're like really nothing. Right. It's like nothing has really happened. Very little breadcrumbs, always usually at the end of the episodes, always, you know, really they're just pushing Cody Rhodes from what you can see. But the Sammy thing has been really wild. So I was just like, oh, man, you know, like nothing's going to happen. Right. He's just going to pop his face out. But. It was amazing. It was really cool. And I was like, man, this is, this feels exciting. Mm-hmm. In a way that things haven't felt exciting in a long, a long, 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 long time. And I'm like, why don't we watch this new stuff? And now I'm like, oh, I am so glad now I have something to watch on a weekly basis that is exciting. Because it's like, Cody Rhodes is back and being pushed, rightfully so. I mean, whatever. Like, again, haven't been there for his career, but it seems like rightfully so, right? But it's... Like, Sami Zayn is being pushed by the crowd yep. and by the viewers. And that is a whole different and exciting way to be pushed. Yeah, and it's something that we really just kind of haven't seen. We haven't seen or heard it in a while, in, in a pretty long while. And it's really exciting, um, especially when you're going back and doing a rewatch, you know, seeing what we saw this week, uh, the idea of that anticipation, right? There's that fake Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus... Yokozuna, right? That's what we talked about last week. Hey, we're anticipating this. I knew that it was going to just be like a destruction of Jim Duggan, where he's just basically, you know, getting Yokozuna over with the crowd. But the anticipation that was there for us to be like, oh, this is going to be fun, to then go into this other thing, where the anticipation for Saturday Night's Elimination Chamber was off the charts, right? Like, if you're into any of this, after seeing that SmackDown, um, and just kind of seeing it on Twitter and all the different stuff that we follow and just seeing the crowd, you know, and how they reacted to him. The idea that like, here comes Roman Reigns clearly, you know, from the Royal Rumble, you're like, he's not going to lose here, right? This is just not the venue for him to lose. You have this massive WrestleMania event, it's two night event. However, they're going to play that out. He's not going to lose here. There's just not where you saw it happening. No, but I will but tell you, you felt it. after watching that SmackDown, I was like, I think there's a chance uh-huh. that Sammy might get those belts. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, I really, like, I felt it. Obviously, everyone knows that it's pre-written, whatever. But I really think that that feeling was there. Like, people thought it was possible. I'm like, maybe the writers were just like, no, like, the crowd needs this. They really want it. Like, it was wild. Um, There was nothing that I can remember outside of, like, just those real true nostalgia feels where you're like, man. And it's really, I think, just the specter of Roman Reigns at this point. Like, he's had one of the belts I think the blue SmackDown belt for like 900 days. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like, how could you over do this? But also like kind of, how can't you do this? Because of all the other people leading up to this, you know, like we saw, um, it was a SummerSlam where it was like Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, like the last man standing match. Like we saw that and we were like, that was cool. That was fun. It was fine. With the tractor. (laughs) Yeah. Like that was fine. I think that was SummerSlam, whatever it was. And obviously we saw Kevin Owens at Royal Rumble and we're like, oh, okay. But like, we never really thought any of this because you know, WrestleMania. And then it was Brock Lesnar with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. 
That was last year, too. The last yeah, year we saw that. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Well, and but that, that was, was like, okay, so we're now. just going to keep watching. Oh. Because that's how he got the red bell, uh, the red bell. Okay. The SmackDown bell. He got, or he had the SmackDown bell. He got the Raw bell. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. I didn't remember. Yeah. And then, well, then Cody Rhodes I comes in. I was really in. not invested in the new stuff. Then Cody Rhodes comes in shortly thereafter. Then he gets hurt. Oh, my God. So then that, that's how. That back injury. Yeah. So then that's that's what brings us, you know, on, on that road to WrestleMania. And we mentioned all this, um, again, because we're currently on a road to WrestleMania and where we are in our rewatch. We're on the road to WrestleMania here. We don't have that pay-per-view bump that we had with this Elimination Chamber during the 93 timeline. Um, but what we saw last night when we saw the Elimination Chamber and why we kind of want to talk about it is really just saw, you know, I, some of the things that I found harder to watch, just kind of someone coming back in, is I have found it harder to watch um, kind of lackluster crowds. Um, I just feel like the crowd is part of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially at the Attitude Era stuff, you know, even you go back to, you know, Sean coming in when he came into Montreal, people throwing beer on him. He's mm-hmm. coming to the Canadian flag. Like, there's just an energy of like, I don't really know what's going to happen here, right? Just to, And that energy seemed to have been lacking for a bunch of other events because you're like, nothing, you know, Roman Reigns isn't going to lose. And, and this, like I was telling you, like Roman Reigns came out first. He's getting booed. He's getting all this stuff. Then Sammy comes out. Like, that's I not mean, normally how booed it Booed is an understatement. Yeah, he but that's not. Fuck you, Roman chance. But that's not normally how it happens. Normally, no, you're right. I didn't even notice. And you pointed it out. out first, and then the champion comes out. Yeah. So, so, you know, Roman Reigns let him have that spot. And he got the crowd going. There was another, like, two or three minutes minimum where they were just staring at each other and just soaking it all in. And it was really watching it from, like, a sporting perspective. Yeah, obviously WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl, right? Like that's just kind of what it is for wrestling and wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans. It's the it's the big build up, multiple day thing. But not every Super Bowl is the greatest Super Bowl, right? Not every one of those. Like this just seemed to be like a really special event, really amazing event. You know, and rewatching all the stuff, just just that moment, that match, that thing. If I had to take that and be like, this is why you should like this because. If you just casually watched it, you're like, the one dude, being Roman Reigns, significantly bigger, seems like he's in better shape. You know he's the champion, because they've told you he's the champion, right? He's got both belts, and nobody can beat him. You see Sami Zayn, and you're just immediately like, he's the underdog. He's the guy I want to root for. He's the face. He's the guy. And the crowd is with him in a way that you're like, how could I ever cheer for Roman Reigns? Right. In that instance, right? In that instance, you can't. And that is sports entertainment. That's wrestling. That's what we enjoy. That's what this whole thing is, is that you just, you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be rooting for that underdog. Now, how did you feel about the ending? Man, I was, well, the second the ref got knocked out, I'm like, okay. In my mind. The first or second? (laughs) The first. I was like, okay, Sammy's not winning. Because you know that. The guy gets knocked out and then Sammy pins Roman for six seconds or however long. That's it. Like, now you know it. He won in the crowd's eyes. He's not winning. Um, I thought, I mean, I kind of thought the Usos were going to come out. So I was, like, kind of glad that they did. Like, I like that there's still, I feel like it's unfinished. You know what I mean? There's still stuff to happen. And I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like I can't, I was, like, kind of bummed about the ending at first. I'm like, man, I really, like, I really wanted him to win. But... I have to, like, see what happens going forward before I really have an opinion one way or another about it. You know what I mean? Like, 
if there is a triple threat match at WrestleMania and Sammy does have a chance at the belt, like, if that to me will feel like maybe this was worth it if it's done right and it's done well. And I think this whole card was actually pretty good. I feel like this was, I thought, a lot better than the Royal Rumble. Like, I really enjoyed this pay-per-view. How did you feel about it? So, you know, and... To your point, I'd read an article earlier today where literally that's, you know, the author was basically saying that's the problem, you know, with a lot of the stuff is that you just revert back to that. Well, I'll have to wait and see. I'll have to wait and see because, you know, and that author in particular was upset about how it all went down because it's like, man, we're always here. We're always in the wait and see. Always, you know, they really wanted, you know, Sammy to win. I really felt, you know, we watched the press conference afterwards and I just really felt especially with a day later and kind of then like we rewatched just that match um, a little while ago before we were going to record. I really liked it. And I liked it because, you know, when Sammy was talking about creating that moment, like that moment, win or lose didn't matter. It just mattered that he was there and, and it was those people. And it reminds me of real sports. Like not that this isn't sports, this is sports entertainment and the entertainment aspect was there because of what they created but in sports, there's a winner or a loser. It reminds me of the past couple years, and it will be those years in the future. You know, you got you know Joe Burrow and and the Cincinnati Bengals. You got Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Like you, you just you kind of you want them both to win. You don't want either one of them to lose. And you're watching the two of them, and you're like, I don't really have a dog in this race. You know, in this instance, it's like, oh, I want you wanted Sammy to win, but you're like, how is he going to beat Roman Reigns? But then you just got caught up in the moment, and you just you didn't care. You know, and I that's how I felt. I was like, wow, I really enjoyed that. Now I'm really excited to see where we go next. Mm-hmm. But also in a way to be like, I wasn't cheaping. Because like when Kevin Owens was like, I'm going to fight you because you're fucking around with my friend Sammy and this bloodline thing. And then they're going to have their match at the Royal Rumble. That was a good match. I felt like that match was better than this match. Did you really? I did. I felt like it was a better match if I'm just talking about a match. But the juice from the crowd and just the atmosphere made this be something different. And that's why I'm like, this was a moment where you're like, just like in real, like in sports, like in a sporting event where like you can't replicate that. You can't replicate that crowd. No. They no, no. hated Roman Reigns at a level. It was crazy. That like, you know, and I think you were saying when he was walking out and you're like, how, like, how must he feel? I'm like, he must feel for real. Like he must feel like I am at the absolute apex of where I, I, of what I'm doing with this character because people hate me so much. That's what you're trying to get across. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. He seems like the (laughs) nicest dude. but... But it's like perfect because it's like, again, you know, just in terms of the match, the match had a lot of, um. A lot of moments there was a lot of air, which reminds me of old, older matches that you know some people consider really great, like the Iron Man match, different things like that. Air where there's just I like, liked it. I thought it had a lot of yeah, it had room to breathe. I like that he was like that Roman was um heckling Sammy's wife mm-hmm. in the crowd. Like mm-hmm. it had all that stuff. Like I feel like Roman's really good at pacing the match. I don't know. Like again, we just started ro- watching it recently, so don't come at us, but, um, or do, whatever. We don't care. But I actually really enjoyed this match, and I was like, I felt like it was believable that Sammy could have beaten him. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, he could beat him. Mm-hmm. And the only, and I mean, obviously they do this on purpose, but the only reason he lost is because Jimmy came in and... Destroyed Sammy. Destroyed Sammy. 
And then that the that ref he he slid into for, like home at the right time, right when Roman had him pinned, right. But I was like, oh, it actually seems like little vegan Sammy could really beat Roman, and that's cool. Um, I don't know. I just it, it just it just to me was you know, <clears throat> it it was it was some of some of the best like kind of long form storytelling that they've done and some of the best stuff that they've done to really make me be interested now about where, where this goes. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I really kind of sort of wasn't right. Yeah, I just no, was kind of like, and again, I didn't really think Sammy was going to win, but I really wanted him to win. And that's, that's all you can ask for when you're watching something like this again, just like in, just like football, whatever, you know, pick whatever sport you want where you're like, there's two, opposing sides you know like in in the analogy I used before you know you got Kansas City that's won you know multiple different championships in the past couple of years they're always there they're always winning and you're like oh, Cincinnati's kind of the underdog even though they went to Super Bowl last year and you just kind of, you're like I want them to win and, yeah. and when they don't even when they put up such a great effort you're like man I gotta applaud them and that's how I felt with Sammy like Sammy put up such a great show like so- it was so like when I think about wrestling for the past two to three years that I've been like really kind of trying to dip my toe back in and watch a lot of this stuff. This has been the most compelling thing that I've seen. Might not be the best match like Montez Ford when he fell off the top, like like onto five guys, like a bat. That was awesome. Like that, like Batman dive. And I've seen some cool spots and stuff in these different... The this whole was Elimination the Chamber thing. match was really good. Both of them. Everybody. The women's was good, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. But this has been the best thing that I have seen, hands down. Because so, of the entire drama and build up. So what it. you just told me is that Sami Zayn is your Joe Bur- Burrows. Um, is what I heard you say. I, I just use them because it, because recently they've been... You know, they're, okay. They're, I liked it. I yeah. was here for it. I mean... Sort of. But the thing is that, you know, Sammy now needs to be able to have his chance to main event. Like, Burrow, you know, was in a Super Bowl. You know, that's the only difference. I just use that because, like I said, I'm just thinking here sports and you know football enough. We watch it and you, you're just, you know the names of the people, but you're not really that invested. You're not like, I'm a diehard, you know, Chiefs fan or a diehard Bengals fan. But you're like, I no, want them both. I'll root for the Chiefs like, in the Super Bowl. I know that, like, it's like, you know, this year, like, I knew that Mahomes would win. I knew the Chiefs would win because it just seemed like they're just going to win. Just like Roman Reigns. But you're like, man, there's a chance. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can ask for. And it's like the week before when they were playing Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, that was kind of like Kevin Owens. You're like, I just don't see it happening. Roman Reigns, Tom Brady. No. Every time that guy gets to the Super Bowl. No, I don't mean every year. I'm just saying everyone's like, oh, fuck this guy. He keeps winning. Just like Roman Reigns still has the belt. Like, it's listen, yeah, it's but, not a perfect analogy. Yeah, I'm, but uh, listen, I'm not mad at the analogy. I'm not. I, I, the only thing I was going to say is the only thing is we haven't, I haven't watched, you know, we just haven't really watched and I haven't watched enough of Roman Reigns to really be able to comment too much on the SmackDown belt side. Like on what kind of like matches or storylines or stuff i can just comment more on that like raw thing because like i said we saw the wrestlemania so we kind of have a little bit of like a background to be because i really thought like he got hurt i was like i really he did a good job selling like that like shoulder thing that brock lesnar did to him I was like oh man did he like actually get hurt like because right. we were watching that at your dad's house again just back in that just dipping your toe in the peacock water where you're like I, this is free it's 4.99 i get this so i could just watch it but Anything else you want to add here coming out? Just talking about the Elimination Chamber? My boy Seth. I know. I'll say it. I want him to win. 
I know. You you called that too. You called it that. Yeah, well, since Royal Rumble, I was like, this, this is what that's going to be. And then he's just been on an interview tour. You're like, he's been on an interview tour. I'm like, yeah. And all he keeps doing is being like, fuck CM Punk. Oh, he's and the then best. also, he's the, <laughs> fuck he's Logan the best. Ball. And you're like, okay. So, I mean, I see where this is going. He's definitely my favorite current guy. I, Who's I your favorite current guy? It's tough because, I mean, the recency bias with Sammy is really well, yeah, like, come true. on. Um, but I have a tie. I have a tie. Sammy and Seth. I was going to be like, I, I do enjoy Kevin Owens, though. I really do. Yeah, that's true. You know, and then he does do the stunner. So, I mean, I, I enjoy Kevin Owens. Um, but Montez Ford, that was really cool. I'm going to pay more attention to him. Because mm-hmm. that was really good. That was a really cool movie. I had a really cool spot. I, again, half a second was like, is he hurt? And then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. But then, obviously, when Logan Paul came in, you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. no it's no, like, no. how long do you have to watch this to not no, be that no. gullible? Because I, I thought it, too. I was like, well... And then I'm like, oh, that's why they needed the door listen, open. Got listen, it. Got listen. it. In my defense. No, I'm talking about me. I'll, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I, I was going to say, in my defense, it was a Saturday. I was over the weather. You know, I was I'm enjoying gullible. myself. Yeah. You're not gullible. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was like, you know, I'm enjoying myself. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm... Uh, over the weather. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm using substances. I'm here. So, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it the way you're supposed to. You know, everybody there should have been having a beer in their hand or should have been having something. You know, an edible something. They should be in, enjoying it to kind of... Just be there and be part of the ride. I do think <laughs> that whoever is in charge of um, booking, mm-hmm. Triple H, in the WWE, mm-hmm. like like booking at a place, like where whatever that's called, like a venue, venues. They need to move WrestleMania from Hollywood to <laughs> Montreal. Uh, that's is this in the same place that uh, that Survivor Series was? I don't know. We'd have to double check that. Okay. But um, I'm not going to disagree and tell you that that wasn't a cool crowd. I think part of the coolness of the crowd, though, and part of it is the size of the venue. I think when you get to a bigger venue, it makes it harder. Right. Because I think the best venue for this is a raucous, I'm going to call this quote-unquote intimate, 17,000 people. Right. That's true. You know, I mean... (sighs) Also, the heat they were giving um, Dominic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. The whole thing was fun. I mean, they were... It was a, it was a crowd that was in the know. They were there to enjoy it, and it was really it was, it was fun. It was a very good pay per view. Uh, I am excited to watch what happens next. I truly hope that the other prediction I had, which I'm not alone in saying that it should be a triple threat or some sort of something like that, and bring, just shoehorn Sammy in. I need it. Um, and honestly, if you if you did that and you just gave Cody the 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 raw belt and gave Sammy that SmackDown win, that would be amazing. You know, because that's the 900 day for Roman Reigns. That's the bigger one. That's that's the bigger spear, so to speak, to get. But great job. Great match. We are going to cut it here. And then we'll be right back to get into our breakdown. Our anticipation. We're anticipating again now WrestleMania. But now we're going to talk about that anticipation for that Yokozuna hacksaw match. Ready to go, Jen? Oh, I'm ready. Yokozuna hacksaw. That was the superstars. Give it me, was. Give me our rundown. Okay, so this was the February 6th, 1993 superstars. Um, I don't... Do you know where this was filmed? I do not. I don't know. I leave that up to you. And if you don't know, then I just say, we don't I know. Did, I really didn't give... I just, yeah, <laughs> just I say didn't, it's unknown. Yeah. Um, okay. It, from parts unknown. So I'll do a quick rundown of this super... Stu- a super I'm gonna give a rundown of this superstar episode, and then we'll go into what we really want to talk about. Okay, so hosts 
Randy Savage, Vince McMahon, Jerry the King Lawler. Um, Vince McMahon out of the gate. This is USA versus Japan. Here we are, back. We're, we're in World War II again. Right there. First match, Nasty Boys. They nasty. Next, we had an update with Mean Gene, 1993 WWF merch catalog. By the way, I need that, and I need all I the items it. inside of it. Everything. Send it to us. You get reminded that Giant Gon- Gonzalez exists. He does. Okay. And then you get a promo with him. It's true. And the Whipple. Then you get a Bam Bam match. Then you get an ad for WrestleMania 9. It's coming. Tickets so we could go and go to Caesars Palace. Family-friendly event. Las Family Vegas, Nevada. Friendly. Sean Mooney. Update. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't really know. You were kind of going back. I was like, uh... uh Big Boss Man. Extremely sweaty. I don't know why he's so sweaty in this promo. A Damien Demento promo. You mentioned you really liked him. I love Damien Demento. Then we see the whole... <laughs> The whole segment of Lex Luger and being a narcissist at Royal Rumble. Then we get a doink match. Doink, doink. Then we get the best promo of the week. Mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. He's in the locker room. Well, we'll go through it, but it's a Mr. Perfect promo. It is. It's the best. Then we get our headlining match of this event. Just just cut the headlining match. Continue to the end. Yokes, hacksaw. Then we get... A Beverly Brothers match. And another event center with Sean Mooney with promos from High Energy, Repo Man, saying that he is the best Repo Man that there is. And the Nasty Boys. So other than the best promo and the best match we've seen on Superstars in a very long time, this is, you know, it falls flat like they all do. But Give me your reactions, <laughs> thoughts, because the best promo, promo of the week, everything, you know... This is the promo of my life, maybe. Mr. Perfect. Okay. So, I, do you remember seeing this promo prior? I do. Because I don't. I do. I don't. Okay. So, Mr. Perfect's in the locker room, and he's in front of a curtain, and he is coming at Lex Luger and talking about how, you know, he's not perfect, like Mr. Perfect, blah, blah. And then he opens the curtain, and there it is. He unveils, a like, a skinny guy <laughs> in tiny whiteies. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is inappropriate for Saturday morning, these tidy whities They're not... It, I feel like there's not much to the imagination. There's form, they're form-fitting. Yeah, it's... I, you, can, you can tell what's going on. So, anywho. Um, so, he unveils a skinny white guy in tidy whities and then just cheetah slaps him <laughs> across the chest. Just yes. a, a chest chop. Yes. And the guy falls over, and he just says, that was perfect, or whatever... I don't know. I was laughing because so the guy hard. was like flexing, like Lex Luthor, like like Lex yeah, Luther. like he was pretending. That's right. Yeah. He was like mocking he was, Lex. Luthor. Yes, he was mocking Lex. Luthor. It was hysterical. It's the best. I one hundred percent, Mister Perfect. I mean, so far in our rewatch, it's like the shining star. It's like Ric Flair was the apex mountain, and he had Perfect with him when he was doing his promos. But now it's just like he passed the baton right to Mister Perfect. So good. Last week we had Mister Perfect catching his own football pass. This week. We have him chest chopping <laughs> a Lex, a puny Lex Luger wannabe. So good. And he's calling out Lex Luger because he's going to fight him. So good. Yeah. I, he's, I don't know if they um announced. They didn't, but he is going to feud with him and they're going to have a match at WrestleMania 9. So, so good. And Mr. Perfect is perfect. Uh, he gets my best dress of the week just because he needed to be mentioned and spotlighted here on our um 
you know, at, at our rundown. Do you agree he's got the best promo, I'm best dressed? I'm going to give best dressed to the Lex Luger lookalike. I, I'll take Wanna that too. Be. Lex Luger. Because he had the balls to go out there in those tidy whities. And just be. <laughs> and get chopped. Like, get chest oh, chopped. God. Like, he got knocked down with that chest chop. Yeah, whoever that jobber guy is, whoever that guy is, um, yeah. And now, <laughs> our word of the week, which is also going to connect to the events of Montreal, shock. My word is shock. Because. Oh, that's a good one. I was shocked. I was shocked at myself that <laughs> I thought. That somehow Sammy could win. Like, mm-hmm. as that match was going on, as the anticipation was there, I'm like, but everybody wants it. Why can't it happen? Like, why can't this communal experience will this event? And I literally was racking my brain, going through my life, going, man, just as a fan and just watching different things, going, when was the last time that you really knew something wasn't going to happen? Like, I was saying to myself, like, as a fan, when, when, like, I'm a Jet fan. I'm a Met fan. Like, I've seen <laughs> the Jets in championship games. And I'm like, I know they're not going to win, but I just felt like maybe they could. And, of course, truly, I knew they weren't going to win. And then as the Mets have been in the World Series, you know, a couple times in the past, you know, past 20 years. And they're in the World Series. They beat all the National League teams. Like, they're there. They're at the end. And I'm just like, ah, they're not going to get there. But... This kind of like was up there with that where I was like, man, like maybe it is going to happen. When that second ref came in and Sammy kicked out from the second one, I'm like, maybe he's going to get it. Like maybe it's going to happen. And when I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan do his third football run or fourth football run and knock down Yokozuna, I thought maybe he's going to win. He did win. What did he win? What were they doing? The match was... If he can knock down Yokozuna. That's not a wins. match. I'm, okay. But he won the match. That was the match. He won. He technically won. He, his, he, he his, lost. His life ended. <laughs> so here's the setup. Whew. Give me the setup, Jen. Give me the rundown. Because I was shocked at how this ended. Okay, so. <laughs> Clearly internal bleeding. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan comes out. I mean, covered in sweat or oil or whatever it is. And he's got his flag flying. He's he's screaming, acting like a like a lunatic. Gets into the ring and then him and Mr. Fuji just start <laughs> <laughs> intensely waving their respective flags at each other. Japan in a hostile USA. fashion. Yep. World War Two. I mean, we have Vince Acting like an absolute lunatic, talking about how it's the second coming of Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, it is unbelievable. It's wild. It's USA versus Japan. The whole crowd's chanting USA. The crowd's really into this. <clears throat> you know. Uh, it <laughs> so then the match starts, and it's a lot of them just kind of like... Hold on. I want to stop you for a second. Because okay. I want to go back to something you said before. Okay. You said that the match was what? Exactly. Because I thought it was a real match. I thought it was a match. So you said something like... He technically won. But how did he win? Because he he... knocked over... The match was, can you knock down Yokozuna? That's why he kept running at him. To try and knock him down and like doing a weird... Okay, so he... Like putting his booty in the air. So then how would Yokozuna win though? Because Yokozuna knocked him down. Like how many chances does he get? I don't know. I just know that he won. Similar to a casting match. 
there were like rules that are a little fast and loose. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sim- similar to some of these other things. Fast and loose rules, right? Royal Rumble. First, it's if you go up and over. And then it's like, make sure it's two feet. Make sure it's two feet. But you can go outside through the ropes. But as long as you don't go up and over the top. Like, come on, guy. A little fast and loose. So you're trying to tell me that the parameters... Are you trying are th- to take away the 1995 I'm trying to say... I'm a Hornswoggle win. truther. Hornswoggle <laughs> never went... Oh, his horn, Hornswoggle never went out. He's still under the ring. I think there's two that Scotty Too Hotty would never even got in the ring to be eliminated. Having What is it? Like this past year, Rey Mysterio never even made it in the ring. He's still the winner. He never made it in. He never even made it in. What do you mean? When they called Rey Mysterio's number. Oh, oh, that's right. He okay. never even made it down oh, to yeah. the ring. Yeah, so right. he never lost, is what I'm saying. Okay. You can't right. lose if you don't go over. But I'm just saying, if you're saying the match was literally the win condition for Yokozuna was just not get knocked down, and the win condition for Jim Duggan, okay, fair, then I guess he did win. He did win. Yeah, he did. He ran at him like four times. Three or four USA. times. Yeah. And, and the last one he ran at him, he did knock him down. And so then, this is what it looks like when USA wins, apparently. <laughs> okay, and then, well, when, they, when we win, apparently, then in this case, a man from the islands, an islander who was not Japanese. Oh, no, he's not. Um, then took a whole bunch of salt and threw it in Jim Duggan's face. No institutional control from any refs. Nobody trying to stop anything. I heard no bells ring or not ring. I didn't. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't remember hearing bells ring and we watched it twice so i i was confused about it but upon research i did find out that jim duggan did win okay so okay. he won whether it's i it it appeared to be a knockdown situation but even if it wasn't it was a disqualification i assumed he won on a dq because yokozuna literally threw salt in his eyes so that's how he, what i assumed i did too but then i read it was enough it, it doesn't either way he quote-unquote won but Yokozuna falling down <laughs> was amazing. It was it was wonderful. It was like whoa, like he had like his arms waving, like we, it, it like he was teetering. We've lost <laughs> Ric Flair from our WWF programming, but I forgot how good Yokozuna is at when he falls, and this it just it's just so rare that it happens. Exa- but when know? it does, it's it's almost like flare flop level where it's just like wait a minute, dude, and he just so exaggerates the whole thing, and then uh-huh. falls so good. It's really funny. He does get knocked down. He does get back up. Jim Duggan's in the corner waving the flag, and he throws salt on him. Well, well, you're and stomps you're him really out. you're really cutting this part short because Jim Duggan's just not in the corner waving the flag. He's going on a whole USA tour around the whole four corners of the ring with this flag, just well, waving it left, right, and center, like over celebrating. But apparently, he won. Being even a though I heard arrogant about his uh, well, about his uh. His victory. Was he expecting to get his life altered, though? Because Yokozuna literally bonsai splashed him three times. Yeah. Two or three times. Then, well, first he gave him a uh, belly-to-belly suplex. Then he gave him two bonsai drops. Then they took the flag off the flagpole, put the flag on his body as if it was like he was like a fallen soldier, draped it over his body, and gave him another bonsai drop. Then finally, when 15 referees showed up, it took them that long for all the, for this assault to stop. They then find Hacksaw Jim Duggan bleeding. Internally, he's internally inter- from he's his bleeding mouth. bleeding from his mouth. At least some crack ribs. Some, some of the announcers were yelling. At least some crack ribs. And he's just bleeding. Just blood coming from the side. Horrified children in the audience. Oh my God. So upset. I saw this as a child. I was horrified. 
They, I was like, I don't understand. Because I... The thing about Hacksaw is he's like an old school yeah. guy. And like, yeah. I remember seeing Hacksaw at a couple different house shows that I went to. And it was just like, when he came out, he was fun. Like, he had a pop to the crowd. Like, people knew who he was. He had the two by four. It was a gimmick. Two by four is his friend he brings to the ring. Right? He talks his to it. Friend. It's his friend. Because it's the only <laughs> friend he needs, right? He's got that. He beat anybody with the two by four. Smack him with it. It's the only friend he needs. In this case, he needed more than that. He got squished. He got destroyed by Yokozuna. He he helped give Yokozuna that final push that he really needed towards WrestleMania because, man, he was like, now now it's going to be like the Hacksaw Revenge Tour for some of these older guys. Like, you got to revenge yeah. United States, revenge the destruction of Hacksaw Jim. And Dogan. he's almost gone. He comes back um, and he feuds with Shawn Michaels and then he goes to WCW. So mm-hmm. we only have him for like a year, maybe not even. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is wild. And you told me like, oh, this is wild. I remember this. And I'm like, I don't remember this. Yeah. Because it's going to be like, I never on the, saw it. On the next Superstars, they're going to talk about it. They're definitely talking about it on Raw. It's definitely one of these like events where you're like, oh, okay. So you just did that, you know, to give Yokozuna that push, like to get mm-hmm. him over with everybody as this wild villain. It's because, effective. Yeah. My favorite is they pan, the camera just zooms in slowly to the American flag, just in a ball on the, floor of the, on the floor of the ring. Yeah, it's so And good. it just blurs out and goes to commercial. It is so overdramatic. It's so overdramatic. <laughs> I mean, and then, then it came back from I there. I love it. Like, we, we cut this part a little, like, in how we talked about it, but then it came back to literally, like, a Beverly Brothers squash match. It was over, like, I'm like, how, how is there a Beverly Brothers match on right yeah. now? Like, we're going to pretend that we didn't just witness this horrifying event? <laughs> and, like, they, and they did the Yokozuna-Jim Duggan match by having, like, Yokozuna come in and then Jim Duggan come in and then go into a commercial break. So they really were, like, hyping this whole thing mm-hmm. up. And Saturday then morning. it's like... Beverly Brothers, and then you go to promos with, like, high energy and Repo Man claiming to be the best Repo Man there ever was. And I'm like, what? Like, like I just saw Jim Duggan die. Like, he was just we, killed. We just watched like, a man we, die. <laughs> like, we pulled him out of the ring again. Like, he's clearly got eternal bleeding. Like, he's bleeding. Like, it's, like, horrifying. They're showing the children. The Nobody children, knows what to think. <laughs> the children are all upset and oh, crying. My favorite thing about any of this is the crowd reaction when they hit it. Like, they, like they were hitting it last night. They're hitting, like, these grown-ass men, you know. And they're just like, man. Everybody's well, just the stopped. difference. I even felt that last night. I think yeah, the I'm difference like, what? is it's over. I'm okay. Like, wait, wait. In '93, they're showing a lot of children and adults where it's questionable whether or not they know that this is scripted. Right now, everybody knows it's common knowledge, but you're in for the show. So, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> sometimes the people in 1993, I look at them and I, I'm like, is this person? think that this is legit like mm-hmm. I, I think they do yeah and it's fun well it's fun it yeah. is fun it is fun it's fun when you see those people and you're like i think they do. oh my gosh but it was good that we had a, a slow week here so we were able to grab this other uh this other little piece and bring it in because i think it's gonna be important as we go forward so. throughout the year you know if things do happen especially things that happen to happen in areas if they happen to happen to happen but this happened in an area of what we're talking about we're we're talking about the screw job this happened in montreal this happened i mean i don't see anything wrong a, with us maybe giving a quick little um you know just discuss well, on how we feel about what we saw on monday night raw and then just you know for five minutes 
yeah, beginning I mean, of an episode. I don't see anything wrong with that. As it goes, if we watched it, if we have something, if it brings something to the table, and I feel like this, the most important thing this brought to the table was a word legacy. The city of Montreal has a legacy. They brought up the Montreal screw job during the Elimination Chamber. They brought mm-hmm. it up. It's a specter that hangs over everything. And it was pretty cool that, like, you know, just that crowd, that energy. It was like, this is for Sammy. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. And then they just snatched it. And it was like, man. And that crowd had that same. The only difference is, in 97, there was a man that started trashing $100,000 machines. <laughs> and there was a crowd throwing things and losing their mind. Like, the crowd just kind of... It, it it had an energy. It felt like it was possible. You know, there was some, if they Sammy must... loses, we riot. If Sammy wins, mm-hmm. we riot signs. And you're like, could people really get like that upset? And just kind of the way, I think they figured out that like, when you let, when you make the face lose in this instance, like allow him to beat the shit out of the guy, <laughs> you know? Cause then you're like, you still get to kind of end it with his music. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I also think maybe like security's a little stricter and they're like, if you try and throw a beer at Roman, like, you'll be immediately ejected. Where, like, they didn't get rid of those guys that were throwing beers at Shawn Michaels in 97. Those guys were... They, they got to stay. But this is the end of... This is the end of the night. You're leaving anyway. I think just... I, no, I, at the end of the night... Okay. I meant when he was walking up. Uh, I think it's just... I think it's just culture. Like, I think people get it. But I think it's also, too, like... It was a good ride. It was a really good ride. You were like, what more really could you ask for? All you can ask for is what we're going to find out tomorrow and what we're going to find out in the next couple of weeks. Like, if somehow this translates into something even bigger for Sammy, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, I think legacy is a big thing, you know, to, to, to check in on the screw job that we're working towards. Legacy. Because this just really feels like this city loves wrestling. And wrestling moments that really transcend you know that that transcend time that like this moment happened in 97 there and it's one of the biggest moments in wrestling and who knows what this might be like this might go down as one of the biggest moments like the beginning of the end of roman reigns like if he does lose at wrestlemania i I feel like this this is gonna be like a big catalyst towards that because i really do feel like people are ready to root for something different you know he is like Mm -hmm. a mega heel now this really gave it it it's almost like how the beating of like Hacksaw Jim Duggan put Yokozuna over. So it's like almost like the the win here by Roman Reigns just made him into like an upper echelon villain of like all time, right? Because like he just beat the entire city of Montreal. He beat Sammy. He beat everybody, and he's just an all time villain at this point. At least that I've seen. I would be like, yo, I ranked this run really high. Like it's really cool. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Would you like to know, going back to 1993, where this episode was, um, where and when it was recorded? I think it was recorded, I'm going to guess probably it was recorded in January 23rd, am I wrong? January 5th. Okay, and I'm going to say like uh, Indiana? Uh, San Antonio. The Freeman Coliseum in okay. San Antonio, Texas. Okay. A little food for thought. Anything little else? food for thought. Anything else you want to add here? Oh, I no. was shocked. Um, My word was shocked. Yeah. From, from the entire. Well, are we game. talking about? Are we talking about? Like, I feel like you keep going back and forth, which is which is great. I like it. I'm with you. I can I can ping pong with you. But I feel like are we talking about the superstars? Or are we talking about Sammy Roman and the elimination? I was up to a section here where I was just getting more into just like just that screw job checking. 
Oh, the screw job chicken. Like, like no, nothing happened with Vince, nothing happened with mm-hmm. Sean, nothing happened with Brett. But what did happen is the city that the screw job occurs in comes back in a different way. Yeah. Right? It's it not, is cool that they're still, you know. Nothing in our superstars thing, but it's, it's still cool that, like, the WWE recognizes all the history in Montreal, brings it up, mm-hmm. and is out here again doing something as wild as this. Because I feel like, I feel like whereas the screw job felt like it, it screwed, you know, quote unquote, Brett, right? This feels like it screwed the city of Montreal. Like, they would have lost their shit if yes. he won. Yeah, and I you agree. could have literally had him lose the titles tomorrow. I agree. And it would still you still get the same WrestleMania, still get the same everything. You have the same thing. It, they just would have like that city, the moment for them, those fans there at that time. I think someone in the crowd would have died. Yeah, the, the energy <laughs> was so just crazy. wild. Yeah. Like yeah, that whole thing was wild. It was really yeah, cool. it was palpable. The the disappointment. Yeah, he lost was palpable. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I know I've kind of yeah. I want to go back to ninety three, and I want to um just do our winner and loser. I have. I mean, I mean the winner of the week is Mister Perfect. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because his he his promos make the week. He is out here creating a feud out of thin air. Right? Like, he's going to take out Lex Luger. Why? Who gives a fuck? I'm Mr. Perfect. You think you're perfect, I'm perfect. Right. The loser is America, because Yokozuna's here no, Amer- to destroy America. He won. So, he's the loser. <laughs> America won, though, because he did win. Because it is categorized as a Duggan wins if Yokozuna falls match. That's the uh, official name for it. So Okay. He won and also lost. I will just go back to... Big time loss. I will go back to... He lost. He had internal <laughs> bleeding, crack ribs. He lost. That's my feeling. Oh, no. He definitely lost. He lost. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. I think this is a pretty good one. And like I said, I come to expect some of these where if big things happen and we watch it, we'll definitely talk about it. And especially as we get closer to the uh, to the upcoming WrestleMania, because we're gonna sit around and we could just do a little current corner and then yeah, I... dip our toe in and then and then jump into the into the ninety three. As is relevant, it's all it's all gonna depend on the recording schedule and what we see. Because we really don't. I would say for the most part, we don't necessarily go out of our way to watch all the current stuff. Like at like all the way. Like don't we... judge me and my watching of the current stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you also watch like AEW and stuff too. Sometimes, yeah. You're, you're kind of all over the And it's it's more like you're home and it's on more than anything it's else. It's more like I don't have a life, so it's something to put on. No, but I mean like we we do do things and we all, we do go out and we don't always watch it. So that's what I'm saying. Like the idea, I think I think it's good, especially here, worked out well just because we did have that Montreal connection. But <sighs> Sammy, big, big time show, big time effort. Um, Jim from not 30 years ago, uh, way to, <laughs> way to job for Yokozuna. Yeah. Way to put him over. Way to put him over. <laughs> and with that, it's been real. It's been fun. Did Brett screw Brett? Yes. <laughs>